1: This is episode 44 of the Arts Academy Podcast with Victor Varnado and Roxy Hayes. How to build your personal brand on social media. What's up, everybody? Hello. Good afternoon. I am Deputy Headmistress Roxy Hayes. Thank you so much for joining me today for this episode of Arts Academy Podcast, um, where we answer all your questions about arts and entertainment. That's what we do. That's what we do here. So right now, uh, Dean Victor Varnado is not here, as you can see, but he will be joining us probably for the second part, um, for the second episode. So here we go. So today uh, we are actually going to talk about uh, building your personal brand on social media. Um, I have over the past couple years been able to cultivate a couple thousand fans on different social media platforms and have been able to take that uh, following and use it to get money, of course, but also um, different type of brand deals, different type of stuff like that. And all of, uh, all of that is because I have built a specific personal social media brand. Um, so I'm going to talk to you guys about that. So please make sure that you're asking any questions that you have, because this is an interactive podcast. You can just ask your questions in the comments and I'll answer them. Live and hopefully this will be helpful or beneficial to you guys. I know a lot of the people that are watching right now are comedians. Oops, oops sorry. <laughs> are uh, comedians or some type of creative. So hopefully this will be beneficial to you. Let me give my notes. Yes, I wrote them on an envelope. So professional. So professional. Um, all right. So step one, and this is not in any particular order. So I'm just going to say tip one actually. So tip one is Figure out first, what are you selling or or what are you doing? Um, You need to figure out, are you selling a product? Are you the product? Um, That is very important so that you can understand like what your demographic is, who are you targeting, um, what type of content you'll be posting. So before you just make the page or whatever, decide what you're going to be selling, decide who you're targeting. All of that stuff is very important. Next, when you make your social media or even if you already have social media pages, Keep your social media pages the same. Like, keep the name the same if you can. If you look me up on any social media platform, it's all Roxy Hayes. It's all R-O-X-X-Y-H-A-Z-E. That is because if you know my name, I'm easy to find and you can find me on anything. Um, I have an, I know a lot of people where their name will be something different on Instagram and it's something different on Twitter and it's something different on Facebook. That just makes it harder for people to follow you. Um, And people are not going to spend a lot of time looking for you. They're not. Unless you're already famous, they're not going to continue to search you. So you need to try to make it as easy as possible to find you on any social media platform. Also, try to get on every social media platform that you possibly can. Um, I know it can seem like a lot and it's pretty intimidating, but there are tutorials everywhere on YouTube. They're everywhere for you to figure out how to work different social media platforms. And most of them, because most people are doing stuff online right now, are pretty user friendly. So get on what you have right now. Facebook, we have Instagram, we have Twitter, we have TikTok, I think for a little bit, um, even though Instagram kind of jacked what TikTok was doing uh, with Reels. Um, we also have Twitch. Twitch is um, becoming really, really big right now. A lot of people think that Twitch is just for gaming. It's not. So people go on there and they have um, podcasts on there. They also have, what am I doing? Playing music. Um, There's people that have basically talk shows on there. So get on Twitch. If we're being honest, Twitch is a little bit better than YouTube to me because now um, basically how I look at it is Twitch is YouTube, and AOL chat fused together. So it's much more engagement that goes on on Twitch. It's easier for people to kind of find you on Twitch, like if they're looking for, so if you're playing a certain game, they can just click the game and then your page will come up. So you're already getting people that are for sure interested in what you're showing. Um, I love Twitch. But once again, YouTube, uh, LinkedIn. I know a lot of people don't think like, hey, I need to get on LinkedIn as a comedian. But I have gotten a lot of freelance writing jobs and content creation jobs from LinkedIn because it is a lot of different people that are on LinkedIn that are looking for people to hire. So get on LinkedIn, make you a resume, create some type of background, which is really easy. Something at the top. Um, use a really good picture and you can get some work on LinkedIn. What's another good one? Uh Instagram whatever the basic the basic was pinterest is also a good one especially if you're selling products because pinterest is mainly pictures so pinterest is a good one if you're if you're selling products etsy for stuff even though it's not technically social media but etsy is also good hold on we have a question uh can i change my ig name without losing the history yes you can you can um i've changed my instagram name twice because all of my pages used to be i am roxy hayes and then i just changed it to just roxy hayes so you Definitely can change your name on Instagram. I don't know how many times you can change it, but you can change it and then people can still click on, like if you if you're tagged and stuff uh in somebody else's page, they can still click your name and it'll go to your it'll go to your new page. So you definitely can change your name on Instagram and I, like I said, try to make them all uniform. It's just easier to find you. Also, try to make it your name. Like try to make your page your name. Like I see a lot of people that are like, oh smitty smith is so funny like i'm not going to type in smitty smith is so funny when i'm looking for you i'm going to type your name in so i mean you can have those things in there but it just makes it harder for people to find you so just once again make it as simple as possible just put your name either your first and last name or your stage name or whatever you're going by just make it easy for people to find you all right so hold on somebody's at my door i apologize give me one second Okay, sorry about that. I didn't want the doorbell and my dog barking all in the audio. So uh, that's why I had to do that. All right, so step three or tip three. I'm sorry, I keep saying step. Tip three, use apps to schedule posts. So a lot of people are like, I don't like scheduling posts. It's extremely time-consuming, which I'm going to reprimand people really quickly. Yes, it's time-consuming, but you're building a brand. You're building something that is going to make you money. So just do it. Oh, hey, my controller came. Let's see. I know y'all don't care, but I got a, a PS4 controller that just came in. So, go. So. Huh? Huh? No, get out of here. Sorry. <laughs> Parenting, working while at home. Um, I see your question too, Sean, so I'll get to that in a second. But uh, after I answer this, because that's part of this. So use apps to schedule posts. You can use Hootsuite. You can use Buffer. You can use Sprout. There's a lot of different things that you can use that are free if you use a certain number of um, accounts. So you can, I think Hootsuite lets you do five accounts for free and up to 30 scheduled posts. So that means you can schedule all three of those pages 10 different times and you don't have to pay for it. I pay for it because I want to be able to schedule out. Sometimes I'll schedule stuff out for like, weeks at a time or months at a time. So it's just easier. Um, If it was Xbox, I would care. Shut up. (laughs) So, yes, you can use that to schedule out posts. You don't have to just sit at your phone and post. But I will say if you're trying to get a lot of engagement, you need to interact with that post within the first hour of you posting it. That helps your algorithm. So even if you're scheduling posts, you still need to be engaging with those posts when they go up. So to answer this question, Sean asks, how do you use hashtags effectively? Okay, so on Instagram, so the only, the only place, eh, the only social media platform where hashtags are really used and effective are on Instagram. Hashtagging on Facebook serves no purpose and it looks ugly. Um, Hashtagging on Twitter. Yes, people still hashtag on Twitter because, I mean, just because of the trending topics, but the most effective place to use it, and I think on TikTok, is to use it on Instagram. You want to use four to six hashtags. You don't want to use fifty hashtags. That gets your post that can get your post flagged as spam. You want to use hashtags that actually pertain to what you're posting. So, for example, when I post a comedy video, I will post hashtag Roxy Hayes. That way, when people look me up, my videos will come up. Um, I post a lot about. Let's say I just posted a gaming video. I will post hashtag. PlayStation 4, hashtag Twitch, hashtag Fall Guys, because that's the last game I was playing. I would make sure that your hashtags pertain to what you're posting so that you are reaching the uh, audience that you want. Um, You don't want to use hashtags that are extremely vague, so I wouldn't post like hashtag game. That doesn't really do anything. Um, Also, on Instagram, when you're typing in the hashtag, it shows you how many other people have used that hashtag. So you want to use the hashtags that most more people are using because that's the ones that they're engaging with. Um, those hashtags also helps for people to find you because you can. What is that thing called on Instagram? I'm gonna just go look real, real quick. You can people follow certain hashtags. Right. So it'll just pop up on their main thing. So like I follow because I'm greedy. I follow foodie. I follow the foodie hashtag. So that'll randomly just post on my page. So I mean, on my timeline, I just randomly see food because I like following food. So you want to use hashtags that people follow so that your stuff can be effective. We give them marketing advice. We surely, surely are marketing for social media. Okay. Um, I have FanBridge, but I canceled it. I've never used FanBridge, so I'm not sure about that one. Is Hootsuite free? It is for uh, a certain number of accounts and a certain number of posts. I know it's 30 posts, but I don't remember the exact amount of accounts you can have and so each platform is one account so i have my facebook page my instagram page my twitter page so that's three accounts on on that one um how do i balance multiple platforms effectively that kind of goes back to the other thing use apps to schedule your posts out use apps to schedule your posts and that way you know that you're posting a certain number of times a day use your insights and your analytics to figure out what is the best time to post for your content um, you will see online like, hey, 3 p.m. is the best time to post, 6 p.m. That's not that's not really a thing anymore because everybody's online right now. We are still in a pan- the middle of a pandemic, so those times are not really as effective. Before, maybe like last year or the year before, be like, okay, if you're posting motivational stuff, you need to post that at 8 a.m. If you're posting videos, videos get seen the most at 6 p.m. or 8 p.m., but everybody's online right now. Everybody's looking for content, so you need to go check your specific insights to see, how your content does on your page. So it, it's way more personal now. So check that out um, on your, you can check your insights if you have over 100 followers on Instagram. For Facebook, I'm not sure what the number is, um, but you can just, if you on, on your business page. So yeah, so like right now, I can go check my insights on Instagram. So for example, mine right now, I went up 259% with my content interactions. Um, I have 15,900 something followers right now. I've reached 20,000 accounts, right? I can go on here and see specific, and this is over the last seven days. I can go on here and specifically see which times are the best times for me to post my content and which ones are doing the best. So in fact, let me go look right now. Boom. Insights. It's moving so slowly. Overview. Accounts reached. That's not the one I want. I want to see which content is being interacted with most. So I'm going to go to interactions on here in my insights and in my top posts. Boom. Here we go. I can see which posts are doing the best. I don't want to see over the last year. It'll let me see over the last year, last six months, last three months, last 30 days, last seven days. I'm just going to go for the last seven days and I can go see which one got the most likes. I actually want to see which one has the most impressions. So it's a post i made about an anime and it has like seven thousand impressions um i also like to go look and see which content got me the most follows because that way i, I want to post more content like that so i'll actually look over that for the last 30 days and which posts did people come see and they're like oh that's great i want to follow from that post so i had did i cosplay So I did a cosplay video where I was dancing and that one got me the most follows. So that lets me know I need to create more cosplay content and I need to create more dancing content. I also have the next one was also a cosplay picture. And then the one after that was a joke that I posted. So for the past week, I'm sorry, for the past 30 days, those are the posts that got me the most follows. So I know coming up, I need to make sure that I'm posting dancing content, cosplay content, as well as more jokes. Um, is it a good idea to tag brands in your content? It depends. It depends because they may or may not see it. And what? why are you posting them? Why are you tagging them? Um, so if you're tagging them because like, let's say I know you do um, camera work. So if you're using their camera, yes, it makes sense to tag them because that's also how you can get brand deals. Like they may see it and be like, oh, okay, that's, that's a good thing. But I wouldn't just dry post Uh, brands so if you're gonna tag a brand in there you need to make sure that you're tagging them for a reason for a purpose and it's something that they would want to be associated with so if that's the case then definitely tag brands and tag different content uh, even like different influencers or content creators in your content if it's something pertaining to them as a content creator I get tagged in a lot of stuff that has absolutely nothing to do with me and I block those people I block those people because they're trying to use me to help their algorithms so if it has nothing to do with me I don't want my name associated with that. So I will, I will report that. So that's why I'm saying make sure that if you're going to tag people in stuff, um, it has something to do with them and it's something that aligns with their brand. Um, what else? Yeah, don't draw tag people. Please don't, don't, don't just tag them for, for absolutely no reason. Uh, what else? Yeah. Trying to make sure I'm saying anything. Life hack for quick ways to keep traffic on and to your social media. That's actually one of the next ones, which is create when you create your schedule and you you need to post consistently. So I'll see people who will post eight times on Tuesday and then nothing else for two weeks. People aren't going to stay there. You want to be posting to where people are like, hold on one second. I'm sorry. Sorry about that. Um, So yes. Um, you want to be posting consistently. You want to post multiple times a day. I try to post at least three to four times a day. And I know that sounds like a lot, but not really. It's it's not really a lot. You can post once in the morning, twice in the afternoon, once a night. And everything doesn't necessarily have to be original content. You can be sharing people's stuff. You can be shouting people out. You can be just typing words. It doesn't have to be a video or if you're a photographer, it doesn't have to be a new picture. You can also post old content that you've already created it doesn't have to be new content because you have to think you're getting new followers consistently so it's stuff that they haven't seen so just keep posting make it consistent create your schedule and keep posting and some days you may not post some days you don't feel like posting some days you're just tired we're humans but you need to be trying to post at least consistently if you can't post every day every other day but don't post a whole lot one day and then don't post for another month that doesn't do anything that messes up your algorithms and people Aren't checking for you you want them to be to be checking for you super helpful is there a website out there with a list for content submission contents like comedy sketch videos and contests there has to be I haven't personally seen one because I I haven't been looking for that but just Google that just Google whatever you're looking for and there has to be but make sure when you're looking up stuff make sure that it's real and make sure that it's um, reputable don't just submit for stuff especially if you're paying for stuff make sure it's reputable make sure that people Notable people are attached to it or notable brands are attached to it. So you're not getting scammed. All right. So back to the tips list. So we are on number five, make engaging content. So your content needs to be engaging. It needs to be something that people want to look at. It needs to be nice looking. Don't try to use, if you're posting pictures, try to use high resolution pictures. Even if you're posting memes, try to find high resolution versions of those memes or make your own memes. Try to make sure it's not all fuzzy and ashy. Nobody wants to look at ashy pictures. There are, I talk about Canva all the time, Canva, Adobe Spark. Those are free things that you can use to make flyers or to just make content posts. You can post quotes. There's so many different things that you can post that are pertaining to your brand. So I am a comedian. I am a writer. I am a cosplayer. I'm all of these things. So when I'm posting stuff, I try to make sure that it is on brand and it's something that my fan base would like to engage with. So I post a lot of memes. I post a lot of me cosplaying. I, mo- I, may, po- I may post other people cosplaying. I also... um I work out I do all of that kind of stuff but that's all on brand for me so I'll post pictures of me in the gym people love to see what you're doing on a daily basis so sometimes I'll post videos of me writing or videos of me talking also go live going live helps it's free it's engagement that you don't have to think about to create you just get on and go live Um, it also helps people to see your next three to five posts so whoever sees you on your live they will see your next three to five posts. So go live. Once again, if you can't go live every day, try to go live every other day or every couple of days or once a week or something like that. Everybody's streaming live right now. So it's a wonderful thing to do to create engagement on your stuff, right? Um, selfies, people People act like they don't like selfies. People like to see what you look like. Post a selfie, get you a cheap lamp. Let me show y'all this. Ugh, can I disconnect it? So I got this lamp. Ugh. I don't know if you can see it. It's like a clamp lamp. I have the cords kind of tangled. So you actually can't see Wait, no, if I bring it around, let me see. No, it's on my printer. So it's just like a a desk lamp, but it has a clamp. And I just use this and I put these records back here for a a cool background. And I started taking selfies in front of here. I just started taking pictures in front of here so that I can continuously have content that I don't have to think about creating. You don't want to get burnt out. Um, if you're posting three or four times a day, it's very easy to get burnout. So create content that is easy to replicate that you, like I said, you don't really have to think about it when you're making it. OK, uh, number six. Oh, and most of your phones are good quality. So use your phones. You don't have to buy a camera. You don't have to buy all this extra equipment to create content. Use your phone. Even if you have an older phone, just use your phone, use your phone, use your phone. All right. Number six, talk and respond. So people, when people engage on your page, you need to say something back and it should, it should, you should be responding within 24 to 48 hours. It shouldn't take you a week to respond to a comment, especially if you don't have that many followers. So that's what I'm saying. You need to be engaging within that first hour of the post because that's when people are interacting with the most. So respond to people's comments, leave, leave an emoji laugh at it do something to engage with those people because sometimes especially if you're selling products they don't know how to order they may not know that your uh link is in your bio on your instagram they may be asking you questions and you could be missing out on money you could be missing out on sales because you're not engaging with the people that are um commenting on your stuff so make sure you're engaging good to know thanks uh good ways to make merch okay You know, I'll go go ahead and answer that right now. There are same thing. Look on YouTube, Google cheap merch. So I make bookmarks. I make bookmarks. I print them myself and I laminate them. I make bookmarks. So make something that pertains to you. It needs to be. It needs to pertain to you. Don't say, "Oh, I see somebody making." Uh, like what does one of my friends make? One of my friends makes shea butter right? She makes customized shea butter. You can get your own scent. That does not necessarily fit with my brand. So I can't just be like, oh, she's making money, making shea butter. I need to, I need to uh, make shea butter. That's not how it works. Whatever you're doing needs to align with your brand. So because I talk about books a lot and because I, I have like a reading list that I post and all my content is nerdy, blurdy, me making bookmarks makes sense because it fits within my brand and it fits within my market. So think about, this goes back to the, Tip one, Who, what are you selling? What are you doing? Figure out items that fit within your brand and sell them. And they don't have to be T-shirts, but I will say if you have a dope design, people love T-shirts. People love shirts. People love stuff that they can wear. Uh, I have sweatshirts. I have hoodies. This is one of mine. Um, actually, let y'all see it through. See, see, see the design. It doesn't have to be um, super, super over the top if you can't draw. It could just be your name, if As long as it looks good, people, people will tend to buy it. So shirts, hoodies, all of that stuff kind of works. Look and see who makes shirts in your local market. Shirts are really easy to make if it's one color. So if you're trying to mass produce shirts, try to make it one color. You can also use stuff like Teespring where you don't have to purchase the shirts. They make them like one at a time. Um, what else works? Pens, pencils, like Vistaprint, you can make stuff on Vistaprint. People like stickers. You can make those at Office Depot. You can make them yourself. I used to make stickers by printing them. So I would just print them on paper. What kind of paper? Glossy, like glossy paper. And then I would make a sticky solution on the back with Mod Podge and vinegar and paint it on, let it dry, cut it out. And I was making stickers like that. Um, So just look up cheap. Just think of what you would like to make and then try to find the, the most cost effective way for you to do it. What else did I used to make? So I made teddy bears because, once again, my stuff is cutesy, nerdy. So I made teddy bears, and I would sew the shirts and make an iron-on with the shirt. I would also – I was doing wine glasses, so I had a glass Mod Podge, and I would put a sticker on there and Mod Podge it on there and, and let it cure for um, a couple days. Posters. What else have I made? Posters. I've made pens. I have uh, autograph post autograph prints. All, all kind of stuff. It's so much different stuff that you can make. Just kind of look around and what do you like? What do you like to buy? And that'll be something that somebody else will like to buy. market. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, yeah. And once again, guys, keep asking me questions. That's what that's the purpose of this podcast. Keep asking me questions. Let me know what you guys would like to know. Next one is this is actually, yeah, this is the last tip that I have for this. Tone, brand, and voice, okay? So once you have figured out what you're selling, what you're doing, you need to make sure that everything you're doing fits within that brand, and it is your voice. Like, figure out what your voice is and post according to that. So one easy way to do it, one cool way to do it, is to just think of three to five words that describe your brand think of three to five words that describe your brand if it's a personal brand think of three to five words that describe you and make sure that your content reflects that same thing with your merch make sure your merch reflects that so for mine and this is something that actually victor was talking about i have with well, how many words is this? five words so clever creative fearless honest and whimsical so whenever I'm posting something, and nerdy can be on there. Let's say nerdy. So whenever I'm posting something, it needs to fit within that. It needs to reflect my voice. My personal brand, I'm also I've cultivated to where I'm 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 very brash, I'm very bold, I'm very, I like to curse. I use I use a lot of vulgarities when I cur- when I when I talk. So I I am able to reflect that in my brand. So when you're creating your content, Make sure it fits within your brand, especially when you're starting out. Now, once you start making more stuff and people kind of know who you are, you can kind of deviate from, from that brand. But it's best to, when you start, try to stay within that market and within that brand. And that also helps you when you're trying to get brand deals. So not bragging, you know, but I right now I'm working with Hot Topic and Hot Topic want want agree to work with me because I have been posting hot topic like posts for years. So I have been posting like stuff about uh, Fallout Boy and I have been posting stuff about uh, anime and all of this different stuff that hot topic encompasses. So that's why it's so important to figure out what your brand is, what your voice is, because it will help you to figure out what brands that you can work with, who can potentially sponsor you. I'm also working with um, All Deaf Cannabis right now, which is a, a part of the whole All Deaf brand. And that is because I post about cannabis. So when I'm looking for different brands and different people to work with, it's easier for me to figure out who I can potentially work with because I have these specific things that I focus my content on. So think about that. Like you're not just a comedian. What kind of comedian are you? Are you a dark comedian? Are you an edgy comedian? Are you a, are you a, fancy comedian? You know, do you play instruments on stage? Like all those are things that could potentially get you money and sponsorship. So really think about that and even write out a list of sponsors that you could potentially work with. And I, in fact, I'm telling y'all to do that. I haven't even finished my list. So I I need to do that because I game, I I could potentially maybe work with Nintendo or maybe work with a company. Like I have actually worked with different Comic book stores, I've reached out to different comic book stores and I've gotten to work with them. I've gotten to be able to shoot there and get free merch and all that kind of stuff because I created my my content reflects and matches their business. So make a list. Think about it. And once you get a certain number of followers, it's usually 10,000. It's usually like if you have 10,000 followers, that is kind of when brands will start approaching you. But you can approach brands before you have 10,000 followers if your content matches what they want. So, um, got some questions. Is it a good idea? Is it good to have a supply of T-shirts on hand to sell? Yes. Yeah, all the time. Even though we're not doing live shows right now, um, it's a great idea to just have merch on hand because you can still sell them online. You could do a live show and be like, "Hey, y'all, I have, I have these T-shirts." Or for me, like, I have these stickers. If you want a sticker, go subscribe. If you want this, go do this, and I'll send you out one. Like, just the more stuff you have the more content you can create. Like you should be posting pictures of your shirts and all that kind of stuff and selling them online. You can, if you don't have an online store to sell, I know some, like I was selling stuff through cash app, like send me a cash app. And I I still sometimes do it like that just so I can get the money directly, but you can use square up. Square is free to set up a store. You go to squareup.com, set up your store. It's really easy to use. It's a lot of like just dragging stuff. And it's really easy. You can also, once again, use Canva to get some pictures to put on your on your store, like for background and decoration. But it's really easy to set up a store on SquareUp.com. And if you already have the supply of shirts, you can it'll let you input your inventory and how many shirts you have. So you can actually do it today. And it takes you like an hour. See, I I need a notepad. This is the juncture I'm at. And I have no idea how to branch out for brand deals. You just reach out to them. A lot of them, you could just email them some of them you can just dm them but you have to have something that they want you can, if you if you reach out to a brand and and I will say this do not reach out to a brand until you are sure that your stuff matches them because if you send them something or like maybe you have a misspelling or anything like that they may not want to work with you in the future so make sure that you're reaching out once you feel like your your package is prepared, like your social media looks good. You have actual merch to sell. Your stuff looks good. Do not reach out to brands until your stuff looks good. OK, I can barely engage. I, I, I can barely juggle engagement through pat- platforms. I'm just pitiful. No, it just it's it's everything's a skill. Right. Like nobody just wakes up and knows how to use social media. Like it's something that you have to learn how to do. So just start doing more research. Like we have a couple videos. If you go on our YouTube channel, you have to look up just look up New York Arts Academy or you can scroll down the page. I'm, I'm posting some more of our I'm backlogging our older videos, but they're all on YouTube right now. We talk about Facebook. We talk about Instagram. We talk about TikTok and how to get engagement on those specific platforms. But just start doing research. Just start looking it up. Really look at your data, look at your specific analytics, look at your specific data so that you know what works for your page. It needs to work for your page. Like I can give you tips on what works for my page and you can try them. But you need to you need to be looking out for, for different stuff and basically create a fusion of those ideas and make it work for your page. And, you, and you're going to fail. You're going to fail. You're going to post some stuff and it's not going to work. And, and you're going to make a product and people won't like it who cares? Make another one. Just keep, keep doing it. Don't, don't stop doing it. Like it took me, I've been, I posted my first YouTube video 10 years ago. My daughter was one. <laughs> she is now 11. You know what I mean? Like I'm just now getting to 15,000 followers. I'm just now getting to 15,000 on, on Twitter. And I know people that made four or five videos and have 500,000 followers. So it it, it just depends. It, it really Social media is kind of crazy. Like there's certain stuff you can do, but you don't know what will blow up. You don't know what will take you over. Um, I also know people that have thousands of followers but can't get a brand deal. I know people with like almost a million followers who are broke. So it, it, it's about I feel like the best way to do it is build your brand. Don't necessarily focus on I got this amount of followers to you know what i mean like focus on what people are engaging with and what they like and building genuine authentic fans that's what does it and you do that by like i said creating your brand creating your voice and talking and engaging with people i think the reason that my content um kind of goes well and why i'm able to get the brands that i'm able to get is People, when the brands go on my page, they see I talk to everybody. Everybody talks to me. So you want to create a community. That, that's the word I'm looking for. You want to create a community within your social media. Brands look at that. Brands look at that. And those are the people that will spend money continuously. So don't just post something because you want it to get a million views. Post something because you're creating a community of people that are going to continue to engage with you and continue to spend money with you. So let me see. I am at 14, 15 K on Facebook and I'm just kind of like, now what? So it's, so to me what it sounded like is you, you maybe have not created a voice. You haven't created your voice. People don't necessarily know who you are. They follow you, but they don't know who you are. So you need to, like I said, sit down and kind of go back over your content. Are you being consistent with your content? Are you posting consistently with your content? Um, are you do, do people, can people go on this page and be like, Hey, this is who this person is. If not, then maybe start readjusting how you're posting and that'll probably help you. Great info. Thank you. Got a site and a shop and I'm just like, "Now, now what?" Like I said, if you just try to go over some of the stuff that I said, I think I think that'll help you. Yeah, I got a strong core com- community, a schedule for my live streams, all of that. <laughs> So what, so, I mean, I would just, and I, I'm not trying to just, you know, once again, toot my horn, but I also do social media consultations. I charge for that, but I do do, do-do. I, I do social media consultations where I come, I look at your content, I look at your analytics, I analyze it and I create a social media plan. So you don't have to do that for me, but that may be something that you need to look into having someone else really look at what you're doing and figuring out why you're not getting engagement. Because for you to have 14 to 15,000 uh, followers and you're not really getting um, engagement, there's some kind of disconnect there. You know what I mean? So you so you need to kind of figure that out. If you want me to do it, hit me up. You can email me at roxyhays at gmail.com. If any of you guys are looking for a social media consultation, hit me up at roxyhays at gmail.com. Like I said, I charge, I charge for that. But if that's something that you're trying to look to do, definitely hit me up and I can help you with that. So do you have any questions? Please keep asking me the questions. This is very helpful to everybody that's watching. And like I said, we we do chop these up and make episodes that we post on YouTube and we post on ACast. So what you're saying, um, what your question is, it may be helpful to somebody else. So let me know if you have any questions. It can even be a question about your stuff specifically. I'm not going to go look at it, but just something that you want to know about yourself. I'm trying to think, what was the video that kind of like took me over the top? Cause I kind of, I jumped from like 7,000 to like 12,000 in like a month. So I'm trying to remember what it was. I, th- I had posted this video about going shopping and spending all this money at the comic book store. So it was just something that was relatable. There we go. Like make your content relatable to your audience. And so since my audience is nerds, Going shopping at the comic book store is something that's relatable to everybody that watches my videos. So do that for yourself. So, like I said, I have the friend that sells shea butter. What do people that buy shea butter like? That's the content that you need to be focusing on. So, for Brittany, whatever your store is, what do, or whatever you you said you have a store, but whatever your brand is, what do people like in that community? Figure that out and make content for that. I have a question. For you, about you, what's your favorite part of building a platform and community? Um, Man, that's a really good question. So personally for me, like I said, I am part of the nerd community, but specifically I am part of the blurred community, which is Black nerds. So for me personally, what I enjoy most about that is showing people that Black people are not a monolith. I love, I love showing all sides and all facets of Black people. So for me, that's really cool. It's also cool getting to meet people that like the same stuff that I like. I love talking about anime. I love talking about um, comic books. I love talking about writing and creating. So when, when I get to talk to people and they like it, too, it's just it's just a certain die. You know what I mean? It's a certain thing that you feel when you talk to people that are really passionate about the same stuff that you're passionate about. So that's probably the best part for me about building a community. Also just being able to support people that look like me. It's really cool. So right now I'm working with, like I said, I'm working with all deaf candidates, but I also work with them for the gaming. So I'm getting to meet all of these people who do what I do and they do it differently. And so it's really cool that I'm learning stuff from them and they're learning stuff from me and, and just cultivating that it's, it's, it's really dope. So find, find you a community, find you other people that do what you do, that kind of their brand is similar or your voices are similar. And you can, you can piggyback off of them. You can not steal their fans, but I mean, like if, if I like this person and this person is similar, I'm going to like both of those people. That doesn't mean that I'm not going to like you anymore. Now, now I'm fans of both of those people. So don't be afraid to work with other people. Don't be afraid to um, collaborate. That's the word I'm looking for. Don't be afraid to collaborate with other people who are on the same kind of stuff you're on because it can help you to build your fan base. One of the people that I, and, and also here's another tip, the people that you work with don't necessarily have to have your exact voice in brand. Sometimes it's good to work with people whose brands are different than you, but still similar. So I work with one of my friends' names is Chinadu Oku. You may or may not know him, but he is famous, almost cursed. He's well-known down here in Texas. His brand is about Texas. His brand is about Houston, but he's also family-friendly. Chinadu's very friendly, family-friendly. My personal brand, I am not family-friendly at all. I am not family-friendly at all. I curse. I I talk about sex and all that kind of stuff. But we were able to do a lot of collaborations because we both like wrestling. So we were able to find something, even though, like I said, our voices and our brands are not the same because we both like wrestling and we're both comedians. We were able to find something that we could collaborate on and the content did well. And that's my homie, so it was going to be great anyway. But we were able to collaborate on that. I've also worked with... uh, this other comedian name, Tio Choco. You may have seen him. He's a dude with a fake mustache and the hat. He does dancing videos. So I did it. I actually did a video with him, Chinnadu, and myself as a ninja. You know what I mean? So finding people, and, and they, they both of them know curse, and like I said, once again, I do. So you don't necessarily have to have somebody that your brand matches, but find something that you guys can connect on and collaborate, and now we're all mixing fan bases together. What's up, New York All Arts Academy? Yay, good job. <laughs> uh, if you have multiple content, is art, gaming, and beauty, should you advertise all on the same at the same time? Um, it depends on how you have it set up, if that makes sense. So do you have, is all of that under one brand? Are these different brands? Um, do they go together? You know what I mean? Do they, is there a common theme? Like think about all that kind of stuff. As far as posting at the same time, If they're on different pages, I don't see why not. But if they're on the same page, I would stagger it. I would kind of stagger it out. Or, like I said before, create a schedule. So you post your art on Mondays. You post your gaming on Tuesdays. You post your beauty on Wednesdays. And that also helps your audience to know, like, if they love your art, I know that this art is going to be here every single Monday. So you can kind of do it like that. So creating that schedule helps. And even putting it on on the cover. Art is on Mondays, gaming's on Tuesdays, beauties on Wednesday. Creating a schedule helps you so much. Let see. Doo-doo-doo. Intelligent and, and intelligent debate and edgy humor in my community means anime, gaming, comics. I'm also a blur queen, queen like yourself. And that and that goes back to that's your voice. So make sure you keep with your voice and you keep consistent with your content. Uh so what's a good recommendation for a video service provider? What do you mean? Uh, Like a like somewhere where you can edit your videos or somewhere where you can get like stock images Uh, Let me know what you mean so I can make sure that I'm answering that question properly That's amazing advice. I don't know why I didn't think about that and like I said before It's something that I've had to learn and this is through trials and error because like I said I've been doing social media for 10 years So this isn't something that I just popped up knowing and it's not like people are just out here just like hey Here's this information. Take it. Like you you really have to do research. A lot of it's trial and error. A lot of it's piecing other other kind of stuff together. So don't feel bad because you didn't know anything. You know, you know it now. So now your job is to share it with somebody else. So let me see. because I'm trying to make sure we have time for Dean Victor Varnado. I think he's hopping on in a little bit but um i'm gonna keep talking and, and like i said keep asking me your questions and then sean let me know what you meant with that question so i can make sure that i answer it and um this has been cool i really i really uh, like talking about social media i really like talking about social media because it's just interesting it's really interesting and it keeps changing and it's always going to change so even information that you may have even the information i i have now may not be pertinent Later, So just make sure that you continue to research and you continue to get up to date information on whatever social media platform. And I know it can seem overwhelming. I know it can seem like a lot. But if this is something that you're if you're using social media for your business and you're using social media to make money, then you need to invest some time in it. It definitely it definitely is worth you investing some time in it. It definitely is. So please, please do that. Meaning someone who does the filming, even when video creation tools are readily available. What's a good way? So you mean somebody that comes, I'm still confused, Sean, I'm sorry. So someone who comes to film. What? One more time, Sean. One more time, because I want to make sure that I'm answering this properly. So re to me that one more time, because I still don't know what you're talking about. I'm really glad I caught this. I'm really glad you caught this too. And everybody, um, think we're going to wrap soon, but I'm, either way, I'm going to still wait and make sure that Dean Victor Ronaldo is not hopping on. So we do this every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern. And so if you have something that you want to ask or something that you want us to talk about, let us know in the comments. Also, join our student group. I'm going to post that right now, actually. So we have a student group on Facebook and we share stuff. We have different writing uh, prompts and stuff that we do. Let me get the link for you guys. There we go. And every other week, so biweekly, we have a class that we teach. It's free, but you have to watch it while it's live. So you join this group. There's a link right there. Boom. There's the link. So join that group. Join that group. And um, every other week, there's a class that's taught and it's a little bit more in depth than this podcast. So the podcast, we kind of just go over the surface level stuff, kind of give you some steps. But the the class is like an actual lecture. So you get resources, you get more information. So this Saturday at 5 p.m. Eastern, we are doing a how to write comic books for beginners. So Dean Victor Barnato has worked with Marvel. So if you guys are interested in that, Go at, go at that student group and you can see the class for free and you can only see it while it's live. So mark your calendars, put a timer in your phone, all that kind of stuff to do that if you want to see the free class. The class after that, I will be teaching how to create a flyer. A lot of people need flyers or just promotional materials. So I'm going to teach you like about text hierarchy. I'm going to teach you about color theory, all of those things that go into making a good flyer, different different fonts and how to combine different fonts. Um, what's the difference between a serif and a sans serif? And when should you use that? How do you make your, your flyer look modern or whatever kind of style you're going for? I'll be talking about that. So remember, Saturday is the one for how to write a comic book for beginners. And then two weeks after that, we'll be talking about how to create a flyer. So do that like the uh, New York Art Arts Academy. Dean Victor Barnato actually just hopped up in here. Uh, let me answer these questions and then I'll add him. Who's your favorite birthday twin? What's up, Kalima? That's my homie. And it's you. All right. Yes, that's correct. I still don't know what you mean, Sean. We're going to figure that question out. Maybe Dean Victor Barnado can help. Thank you for all of your bomb advice. I'm sad I caught the tail end of this. Well, this one's going to be up until Monday. So if you want to go back and rewatch it, you can and make sure that you like the New York all Arts Academy page. I'm about to be stalking you to get all this amazing info. Please do. We love being stalked. Check out the page. Now let me add the Dean. What up, Hello. Dean?
0: Oh, hey what
1: everybody. What up, Dean? Hey.
0: <laughs> 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 what are you throwing a party?
1: Sounds <laughs> like it. That's I- great. <laughs> We we would turn it up in here with social media marketing and building your personal brand.
0: That is great. I can't wait to watch it back myself and learn a (laughs) few things from you. Uh Thank you,
1: everybody, for watching this episode of Arts Academy Podcast. Please go like all of our social medias, all, all Arts Academy on everything. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Please, we need some more subscribers. Like our page on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram and check us out for the next episode. Bye-bye, but not actually bye, because we're about to talk some more.
0: Oh, and by (laughs) the way, uh, we do have a special series that we're doing with uh, the podcast, where you can sign up for a one-on-one where we will answer all of your questions so basically you get to sit down with me or some other professional and just ask whatever questions you want to ask for half an hour we recorded it and it becomes a podcast episode i had a uh, comedian ask me how to make money when they weren't famous as a comedian and we talked about that i had a voiceover artist ask me how to get started in voiceover work and i i told her how to get paid while she's learning, uh which is I think is uh which is great. And also I talked to her about how to where to spend her money for classes because not everybody knows like what classes are actually worth it and which classes are not worth it. And so we talked about that a little bit too. In fact we should probably do an episode about that from our podcast. Like how to find out when a class is worth it. Uh anyway, so sign up if if you want to if
1: you want to I just put my email if you want to sign up for that. Um, Email me at RoxyH at SupremeRobot.com. Right on. Please visit OnArtsAcademy.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more